chapter has uh, described their approach to the pulpit as being with fear and trembling in their knees. And uh, usually, um, most cases, I would say that it is that plus some for me. It is more than that. Uh, This week has actually been that plus another emotion in me. Um, As I prepared this week, I probably bothered Ryan at some point with the music that was going on in my office. Um, Charles came to the church yesterday as I was preparing. If he'd have been there just two seconds earlier, he would have probably heard the not joyful noise coming out of my mouth because every time I came to prepare this week, I busted out in song. Uh, My family knows that I love to sing. Uh, They don't necessarily like for me to sing, but I busted out in praise to our God. We are going through Psalms for the next few weeks, and this morning we'll be in Psalm 98. Um, Psalm 98, there are if you just flip through Psalms, you'll see that some of the Psalms have headings. They'll have labels. Uh, it'll say to the choir master or a Psalm of David or whatever. You get to Psalm 98, it has a little simple heading. It says, a Psalm. Uh, okay, well, thanks. Um, there are 150 Psalms in this book, and they chose this one to label a Psalm. Uh, which just means a song. Uh, and so it was like, eh, well, okay, thanks. I appreciate the giving me the heads up. Um, but I believe that we will see uh, this morning uh, an insight into why they labeled it this way. Um, but just know that here in a minute, we're going to get to sing some more, and it's going to be great. Um, I have been looking forward to this morning for um, all week as I prepared, and I've been looking forward to actually singing the praises of God with you um, this morning. And so um, we're going to sing an extra song this morning, uh, and it's going to be great. So uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer before we before we read the Word of God this morning. Father, as we open up your Word this morning, as we um, look to what you have given us in your word, may it turn our hearts to you. May it it bring more meaning to the words in which we sing. Uh, may this morning uh, refresh us and, uh, and turn our hearts to the salvation in which you have given. And it's in your son's name, Jesus Christ, that we pray. Amen. So, uh, before I read it, you'll see that it starts, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. And there are other, that's something that you probably have recognized, you've heard before. Sing to the Lord a new song. There are songs that sing this this label, this phrase. Um, Psalm 33, Psalm 40, Psalm 96, just a page or two over in your Bible. Psalm 144, Isaiah 42, even over in Revelation chapter 5 and chapter 14. Sing to the Lord a new song. So what does it mean to sing a new song? Well, new can mean not old, right? So new. So when does something become not new? If we're talking about kids' Christmas toys, about an hour and a half, 
um, you know, that's when it, the new wears off. Um, for other things, maybe the new wears off a little bit longer than that, maybe a little quicker than that. Gum, you know, it's not new after about 15 seconds. And so um, what does it mean to sing to the Lord a new song? Let's read. Psalm 98 says, A psalm. O sing to the Lord a new song, for He has done marvelous things. His right hand, His holy arm, have worked salvation for Him. The Lord has made known His salvation. He has revealed His righteousness in the sight of the nations. He has remembered His steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. Sing pra- You see why I broke out in song this week? It's so awesome. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and the sound of melody, with trumpets and the sound of the horn. Make a joyful noise before the King, O the Lord. Let the sea roar and all that fills it, the, the world and those who dwell in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the hills sing for joy together before the Lord. For He comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the people with equity. Amen. Sing to the Lord a new song. There are, in my Bible, in the way it's laid out, there's actually, it it shows there are three stanzas to this psalm. There are three verses, if you will. And one through three, four through six, seven, eight, and nine, those are the three stanzas. And so if we take them that way, oh, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. So what does it mean to sing to the Lord a new song? If we realize that we have 150 not new songs in this book right here, there's 150 of them laid out in the book of Psalms. So is it saying, well, you shouldn't sing these? Well, no, that's crazy. We're going to sing Psalm 98 here in just a second. We're actually going to sing something else. Okay. It's so great. I, I just want to stop and let's go sing it. Um, Ryan's not so happy about it, but it's good. So sing to the Lord a new song. The, act, the word can mean new as in not old, but more so it means fresh. It means a new. It means that you are coming to this song as if it were fresh in your life. It is we are singing the praises of what God has marvelously done and in the work of His salvation as if it were new in our life, as in the first time that we came to His salvation. We are singing to Him with a fresh heart on a continual basis. New song can be sung with words that have been uttered out of your mouth on numerous occasions, but it can be a new song. And this morning as we sing, I hope and pray that it is a new song before the Lord. It is this, if you are singing it for the first time to God. His marvelous things. And so here's... I think we're fixing to get a picture of why this psalm was labeled a psalm. So there's many different opinions, not many, just a few actually, of the occasion of this. Many of the psalms were written 
with a particular event in mind or right after a particular event. And we, we know some of those. We know when David wrote some of his psalms and what the event that he was writing them about uh, was too. But this particular psalm, one, doesn't have an author that is here. We, we don't know who actually penned this particular psalm. Um, and two, we don't know the event. Uh, it is says, marvelous things you have done. And so there's definitely the idea that this could have been written when the children of Israel came back out of captivity out of Babylon. Um, it could be much older than that and could reference the Exodus. It, there are definitely other marvelous things the Lord had done in their midst that this could reference. But through the years, this psalm was labeled a psalm, a song, or the song, because the words here don't have to go with one event. Because the Lord has done marvelous things from the beginning of creation. From the beginning of creation, God has been using His right hand and His holy arm to work about His salvation, to bring about His salvation. And that's what these first few verses are talking about. Since God made a covering for Adam and Eve, He has, bringing a bit, he has been bringing about salvation for His people. These first few verses are about the children of Israel, the true children of Israel, the house of Israel there in verse 3. This can be said that the redeemed, this is who this is written about. He has worked His salvation for His children because He has revealed His righteousness. He revealed His righteousness not only in the sight of the children of Israel, but in the sight of all the nations. There is none without excuse. They have all seen the salvation of God. He has worked this not in a secret way, but He has worked His salvation out in the open. And the psalmist here is urging, sing to the Lord a new song because He has saved you. He has done so in marvelous ways, and He has done this in front of all the nations. I told the guys this week that we could just camp out on verses 1 through 3. This is, this is really, really good stuff. Um, but the marvelous things that He has done for His people, the psalmist actually expands that. We see... One through three, God as God as Savior. God as the Savior of His people. But in verse four, it is expanded to this. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth in the joyous song and sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre, the lyre. With the lyre and the sound of melody, and with the trumpet and the sound of the horn, make a joyful noise before the King, the Lord. If you'll remember, um, 
history in the Old Testament, like God tried to lead the children of Israel not to have a king. Right? They, they wanted a king. So he gave them what they wanted. Um, men in men's group, did that always work out for the children of Israel? No. Not all their earthly kings were, were good. Um, in fact, the Bible is pretty blank, uh, blatant about some of the, the deeds of some of those kings. But here, in this psalm, it is making known that there are kings on this earth, but every king bows to the one, the king, our Lord. Because all the earth is without a reason to object to the lordship of our God, they are even in their sin to be making joyful noises to the Lord. So what is a joyful noise? Uh, I did mention that if you sit over here, you don't hear a joyful noise coming from... I praise God that it is not... The notes that are coming out of my mouth are how sharp or flat I might be, but is the position of my heart. Um, praise God that He can do that. It, it is not um, when singing before the Lord and making that noise, it is not the quality of earthly good, but rather the position that I am before the Lord. And the position I am before the Lord is all of His doing. So it's not me trying to sing the right words. It's not me making sure that I get the right melody. It's not me doing something to orchestrate a certain feeling in my heart or certain attitude around me, but it is the Lord working out His salvation in me and that coming forth from my life. All of the earth, all the peoples of the earth should be proclaiming the name of God. We understand that not all know of the Christ who has come to save and that should in my mind lead us to making a louder joyful noise every praise in which we sing should be proclaimed to the utmost to the least to the furthest Everything that we should be about is proclaiming the salvation that God has given, that has worked His salvation. He has won. In fact, that, that word up in verse 2 and 3, salvation, uh, your Bible might actually say victory. He, he has won. 
It, it is being saved victoriously and we should shout joyfully what the Lord has done for us so that the, all the earth will hear and be pointed to Christ. Because He alone is King. He alone is God. He alone can bring salvation. He alone is worthy of praise. He alone has done marvelous things. He alone has the ability to work salvation. He alone has the ability to bring about um, His sovereign will. And I, as we talked, this first three were about Israel, about His chosen people. And verses 4 through 6, they, they widen that to the whole world is making a joyful noise, should be making a joyful noise. So... <coughs> I'm sorry. Verses 1 through 3, children of Israel, verses 4 through 6, the whole world is making a joyful noise. And then we see in verses 7, 8, and 9 that it is not just humans. All creation is fingerprinted with God. God as Creator. God has worked together His sovereign will. Not only in us, but He is sovereign over everything in the earth. A lot of times, we will, in practicality, lean towards the fact that God is sovereign amongst His people. Like we understand that God is working all things together for good for those who love Him. We, we, we lean on that. We, we trust in that. But a lot of times we shy away from the fact that God is also sovereign amongst those that do not know Him. We shy away from the fact that God is Sovereign over the mountains, over the weather. He is sovereign over the birds and the fish. He is sovereign over all creation. And all creation is pointing to the one who has created it. All creation is pointing to the God Almighty. God as the one who has created, but also the one who will judge in the end. And as I mentioned before, if we understand where salvation has come from, and we understand that the world needs to hear that, we understand that the day is coming in which the world will be judged with all equality. Not just equality, but equity. Verses 7, 8, and 9. Let the sea roar and all that fill it, the world and those who dwell in it. 
The rivers clap their hands. Let the hills sing for joy together before the Lord. For He comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the people with equity. See, the salvation in which God has given us. Verse 2 says, The Lord has made known His salvation. He has revealed His righteousness in the sight of of nations. When the Lord brought about salvation for us, He did it and imputed His righteousness to us. It wasn't the song that we sang, it wasn't how loud we played our instruments, it was not about anything about the position of us, it was about the Lord who brought about His righteousness and imputed it to us. And the day in which the judgment happens, it will be His righteousness that His people are judged by. But the rest of the world will stand before the Lord in their own righteousness. We get to the end of this, and it has been this psalm that has escalated. Sing to the Lord a new song, O Israel. Let all the earth make a joyful noise. The seas roar. The rivers clap. The hills sing. Because the day is coming in which there is a judgment. This gives us a reason, children of God, people of God, this gives us a reason to sing that we can know the end. We know who is in control of the end. Just as if He was sovereign over our salvation, He is sovereign over judgment. Seas proclaim, they sing His joy. It is a joy for us to be able to know of the salvation but it also should be a joy for us to be able to proclaim that to the ends of the earth. Because this, this righteousness that has been imputed to us, there are those who need to hear about it. They need to hear the joyous song in which we have. Because the day of judgment is coming. James Montgomery Boyce kind of sums up the psalm in this way. says, this is God's world. And the world is not what it was created to be because of the fall. But the world will one day be renewed. And because of that, because of what we know, 
because of the Christ who has come to save us, because God has worked His right hand and used His holy arm to work about His salvation in our life, we can sing a new song and make a joyful noise on the tops of all the mountains. We can see His work in creation. We know about who our God is, how big He is. He is not just the God of a few small people. He is the God of the entire universe. In every worldly leadership title that we desire to give, God is king. He's Grand Poupon. I don't know what other titles you want to give him, but he's that. He is all of that and more. John Wesley says, and it's in your handout actually, Sing with good courage. Beware of singing as if you were half dead or asleep. But lift up your voice with strength. Be no more afraid of your voice now, nor more ashamed of it as being heard than when you sang the songs of the enemy. Children of God, we have a song to sing. We have something to rejoice in. We have something to proclaim. We have a new song that is welling up within us on a continual basis because God didn't just save us at some point in the past. He is saving us now. And redeemed people sing, as my brother says. Joy to the world. Lord has come. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, This psalm um, is a cry, and it only does a slight justice, very minimum, to who you are. Father, you are Lord of Lords, King of Kings. God, you have worked about the salvation of your people and you've done so in the sight of all the nations. I will pray that as we lift our voices, that it will be a joyful noise to your ears. That as we leave this place, that joyful noise will not be hindered, but you will use our lives to proclaim who you are. Proclaim your salvation. And Father, may, because of what you've done in us, may you bring about salvation of others. And it's in your Son's name, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.